Good morning, precious listeners interested in human rights. Today we're going to touch upon a few very concerning topics. Evaluating morality, what is good, what is bad, and lawfulness. Our theme question is, what defines a good society? What is a good society? This question represents an important topic to study because we all live in a context of the systems around us and how well connected we are with each other is paramount importance to literally any branch of service we bring or receive from others. What differentiates mammals from humans is a much-researched area of interest. We had for centuries. All observations lead to the conclusion that animals like primates and elephants do live in social systems, groups we can call colonies, members even bond in an emotional connection. Yet we cannot talk about societies in their case because they don't operate on the level of shared values, beliefs or goals. In the case of human societies, the different subgroups of people or tribes hold the same similar values which organizes them into these chosen colonies Value-based societies also mark their territories to protect those values and live an authentic life based on the criteria within the defined cultural domain. This later piece is perhaps rare because integrity, that is, to do what we believe in, is exceptionally rare. So if we now have defined what differentiates animal society systems, actually animal social systems from human society formations, we also can deduct what makes a society a society as such. It is shared values and their practices that unite themselves by supporting criteria, laws, customs, futuristic systems, to preserve or evolve into the image of the ideal culture its members desire to produce. Therefore, if societies are created by shared values, to have a good society means having good values. And that's what we're going to look into today a little bit. What are good values and how value dynamics of working in our current culture. In my understanding, the 30 points of declaration of universal human rights made a profound effort to clarify the universal, globally shared values of the human community and instantaneously was approved by the original 48 countries of the world in 1948 where each sovereignty individually signed the declaration. 
Today, the same number is 193 countries, with still much room for growth. The underlying message behind the signing of the 30 points is based on the principal value of respecting the inherent dignity of the human individual. Societies are made of individuals, and the ultimate measure of a good society is how much respect it has for the life of its individual members, how much responsibility it demonstrates in practical response to inequalities and mitigating injustice, but also how much care and compassion is extended towards the valuable, victimized, neglected members. All this work requires investment, solid scientific and professional preparation, and strong individuals who have the capacity to join forces without compromising their own values, lifestyle balance, and personal safety. We recognize other universal societal values as well, like environmental concerns, a right for fresh air and nutritious food, family values, friendship, and love. Creative self-expression by the cultivation of the arts, a desire to live in a society according to your definition of peace, historical cultural loyalty, access to equal chance of an excellent scholarship, but these perceived rights aren't basic human rights. They are rights earned by personal merit, hard work permitted in the pursuit of happiness. And no government can guarantee to ensure it for you. Often passionate, expert, committed involvement of the individual in local communities are fundamentally rooted in personal values that join up with societal values to produce a powerfully fortified united front and that speaking ideally. Values that influence my decisions are based in intense research, unending chain of questions that clarify ever-expansive perception fields that lead to amazing innovative accomplishments. Protecting such initiatives on a community organizational level is my highest understanding of the social arts and radical future building. I highly value living in a society of ever-evolving and improving justice system, being involved in a timeless, intermedia-level, international, and intellectual dialogue with historical masterminds about significant topics, financial security, relationships, and a sense of belonging, community dynamics, personal growth and education, loyalty, religion, respect of basic needs of human dignity, harmony, safety, 
and perseverance for a worthy cause, a milestone legacy. Core values are the most significant values of a person, group, and society. Core values are defined by the commitment of members to its preservation. Yes, it is possible to attain at least a few words and capture the core values highlighted among the shared values of a general population, which is predominantly characteristic of intentional community building. Much of intentional community building on the large scale is done by political and governmental organizations. Core values are values we are committed to, but they don't have to be government-initiated and executed for the population. Grassroots movements can be just as powerful, if not more highly principled, more invested, more committed and action-oriented, mostly volunteer-based work. Well, composed and thought through legal grassroots movements deserve public support and a status of respected authority to learn from. The challenges of grassroots societies to overcome is to overcome the limitations of conservative traditionalism and build on its honorable strength. And other challenge is insufficient desire for academic and organized education, career planning, qualifications for influential office role that is strongly discouraged in our Hawaiian local attitude. For those subgroups, the same concept of a good society is limited to a tribal consciousness or family, ohana, involvement only. Dr. Martin Luther King talks about obeying a just law is just, but obeying an unjust law is unjust. And on the other hand, disobeying an unjust law is just, therefore lawful. He writes about it while contemplating his own imprisonment and responding to letters from his peers in the, in, during his one year in Birmingham prison. While I fully agree with his statements, yet I hope we are at this stage of history at a place by now when we can be proactive and not disobey an unjust law, but change it for the better. In Hawaii, we adopt a cultural law that is called Ho'oponopono, meaning know what is right and do what is right. It is the definition of a righteous path, and the first teaching is forgiveness. It is a value I learned from the native Hawaiians. It is their cultural value to forgive others and build a society based on doing the right thing at all times. The Hawaiian culture had its dark side to it too. And many of those cultural activities accepted by them traditionally have been unlawful for almost two centuries by now. Yet they are happening. 
incest criminal. We know it used to be natural to Hawaiians. It is outlawed today. And how many of us feel appalled by it just by considering justifying incest in families today? Does it feel very wrong? Are we holding the same values? So when Dr. King talks about disobeying an unjust law, is just, how do we feel about the controversy of incest in native families? Just keeps rising, increasing value-related issues in the community. Some feel courts go too easy on punishment for this form of child abuse and others think it shouldn't even be a crime. In this particular matter, I would not use a Dr. King quote without explaining that he talks about an unjust law broken is just and not about an unpopular law broken by criminals looking to justify their actions before a moral audience. The opposing ideas of locals and newcomers are felt in areas of incest, street drug use, the aiding of unlimited alcohol consumption by minors, child care neglect in the form of deprivation from nutrition in school age, the necessity to encourage youth to enter further education and earn accredited diplomas, enabling them to enter a specialized career field. The other important value for my personal moral attitude is hospitality. By hospitality, I mean also feeding kids at home by their parents. I live alone now, but used to live in big intentional family settings where I was a lot in the kitchen feeding people. It is unacceptable for me to hear that during the pandemic, a gross number of children starved because schools were closed and often that was their only meal of the day what they received at school. It is unacceptable for me to see that well-to-do families, a number with a, with a number of mammoth trucks in their yard, neglect feeding their children. My personal value conflicts a great deal over the local community values over that. It literally deprives children <clears throat> from a um, right to life, a right to education. Nobody can function as their best if they don't have anything to eat. While hospitality is most used in the context of newcomers to the land called Heoli, but the little children are also newcomers to life. They stay with us for a time before they step out into the world to start their own life. Starving children at home used, to, used for incest and other forms of abuse are being trafficked. Their enslavement by their own caregivers is just 
as resentment worthy as the segregation era in the Deep South in the lifetime of Dr. King. How do I act today to free enslaved children from their own ohana? Ohana here means blood relations and other close friends under the same roof. Shared values are impressively endorsed by both parties in traditional arts and crafts appreciation, cultural education of the local kids in the form of weekend kamehameha workshops or learn Hawaiian language, attitude towards hospitality and entertainment, malama, which means the, the protective and respectful payback to mother nature, and environmental consciousness. The word for that is malama. I delight in our shared ideas with the local native communities and intend to work to improve on the challenging aspects of our unresolved discrepancies. I hope the dialogues of the future will improve for all members of society the quality of life we find moral and promising. Mahalo, and may your days set with a forgiving heart, because according to Hawaiian values, only a forgiving heart is righteous. See you next week. It's been a pleasure to talk to you, my Senate Lemkis. Aloha.